Live at 5, Sports with Todd and Sue Ann, brought to you by Prairie's Edge Casino Resort. Jim down at the Masters as we're speaking at 4.30 Central, 5.30 uh, Eastern Time, Jim, in a weather delay down there at the Masters right now. Update us a little bit. Second weather delay. The first time, uh, the skies actually looked fairly clear, but they saw some lightning, started evacuating the course. Then uh, as they were evacuating the, the patrons, as they call them here, they felt like the uh, weather had cleared enough that they brought them back. They brought them back for whatever, about an hour or so. Then they blew the horn again as things started getting a little uh, dicey out there. Right now, watching clouds moving very rapidly, uh, a lot of rain, higher winds. Um, I don't, you know, we're talking here on Friday afternoon, late Friday afternoon. I don't, my guess right now is they will not play any more golf today. The weather forecast, Saturday is the worst weather of the weekend. Uh, supposed to be heavy rain all day. I don't know if they're going to be able to play any or not. And so the question is, can they play, you know, two plus rounds on yeah. Sunday? I mean, you know, I kept on saying they'll find a way to get it in, but they really need to play some some golf tomorrow to have any chance of being able to uh, to finish on Sunday. And it looks like potentially a wash the whole day tomorrow, huh? I mean, I don't know. I, yeah, I, uh, I can't predict it. I mean, today today the forecast was for light rains to begin. In early in the morning and for it to get progressively worse and then really it didn't rain till afternoon yeah you know so. and and it only ra- and, and the, it was light enough rain for a while they could play for a while they if it hadn't been for the lightning they might have gotten another hour or two of golf so mm-hmm. you know weather forecasts are just guesses uh we have no idea but they do need to play some golf tomorrow this is going to get really backed up yeah uh let's leave tomorrow alone for now and talk about today uh well one more thing about tomorrow i should say before we finish tiger woods unfortunately this this really works against him here as he's just trying to make the cut and boy that would be a long day tomorrow for him it would uh and he's right on the cut line right now just doesn't look particularly sharp he's actually not limping very much right now last year the limp was fairly pronounced uh, it just looks like he doesn't play enough tournament golf he's just not very sharp he's just his putts and his chips are just kind of trailing away he doesn't look like he's getting a great read of these greens and usually he reads his greens beautifully he just he just probably hadn't played enough yeah uh the story of the tournament so far is definitely brooks kepka well, two great stories. Well, the immediate story, what just happened on course, is over by 17, a large tree just fell. Oh, no. And narrowly missed a bunch of people. So uh, that was the uh, shocking story of the day. Wow. I think, I think that, yeah, I think that there's one, the big picture story is Brooks Kepka. Mm-hmm. Uh, he shot 65, 67. He has the lead by three shots as we speak right now. He is just striping it. Uh, he looks healthy. He looks confident. Uh, you know, he talked, he's talked about the fact that, you know, if his knee hadn't gotten better, he probably would have just given up golf. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's kind of intimated at various venues, various interviews that, uh, he went to live golf because he wasn't sure he could compete on the PGA tour anymore. Now he looks like he is set up to win a fifth major. He would be tied for 15th place in most majors ever won by anybody. <laughs> and he, and you, you would start thinking of him as a threat mm-hmm. on an, uh, and, you know, and he'd be, He'd get British Open away from becoming the, the the sixth player ever to win a career Grand Slam. We were talking about Rory being that the guy who would finish it off. Brooks Brooks is pulling uh, into a tie with Rory in that category now. Yeah, you know the light schedule allowed him to recover uh, uh, physically that they have on the Live Tour for him. It kind of worked out perfectly. Plus, he got paid while not playing, which wouldn't happen for him on the PGA Tour. Well, there's no doubt that yeah. the, the financial system. And there's no doubt that Live is 
more lucrative and easier, yep. no doubt about it. Yep. Um, you, you know, he could, he could have played on the PGA Tour and just played fewer events. He could have accomplished things that way too. Uh, and and frankly, we asked him today. You know, did you know if you had known you play this way, could, would you have gone to live? He said, No, honestly, I don't. I, I don't have his answer in front of me. Basically, the answer, the answer, he, the answer he gave us was pretty much, uh, you know, if I know I could play this way, I, would, I wouldn't have left. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is. When when he's right, his ball striking uh, from the fairway is terrific. What did you guys make of the uh, controversial? Did he tell uh, Gary Woods uh, uh, Woodland what he was playing or not? Uh, you know, I hit a five iron there, and and then uh, one of the commentators on Golf Channel say, you know, this goes on all the time. The guys just aren't caught doing it. What's uh, what's the scuttlebutt about that? I don't know where to come down on this one. Um, you know, what the excuse was made by some of the announcers and by Kepka was, uh, first of all, I wouldn't give Gary Woodland, you know, a guy I'm competing with here, uh, my club. Second of all, he doesn't hit the same clubs as I, distance as I do, so it wouldn't help him. Mm-hmm. And third, what he said is that, you know, what his caddy was doing was what a lot of caddies do, which is telling the on-course reporter what they hit. Mm-hmm. Um, and though that all sounds about right, but some you know some of the veteran golf reporters who talk to who have relationships with long-term caddies, the long-term caddies are not buying it. They're say, they're saying that this was kind of blatant cheating, and they said that it's one of those great. It's definitely a rule. You aren't supposed to share information or do anything that can give a, a competitor a leg up on the rest of the field. Uh, what they said is usually people get around that rule by in much more subtle ways, you know, listen, when you're cleaning, you know, if, if, if somebody wants to know what you hit, you stand there and you're cleaning the club and they can see what the club is and you haven't really told them anything, but the information's there if they want it. So either Ricky really was telling an on-course reporter uh, what he hit or they just broke the rule. And it sounds like a lot of the people who are really in, you know, in the caddy shack think they just broke a rule. Yeah, it's, you know, it, it's, they, unfortunately, they kind of acted like it was, you know, your charity scramble on a Monday afternoon at your local yeah. golf club where you're always sharing information with one another. You know, be a little subtle about it uh, when you're doing that. I mean, it's one of those unwritten things. Uh, you know, I read something in golf.com uh, today that said, you know, it's one of those rules that maybe shouldn't still be a rule, but it is. And, you know, who knows? It's, uh, yeah, you know, why would guys tell them intentionally? But, you know, they're friends on tour, I guess. And they are, they are friends. Um, there it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of like a, it's kind of like the, the, uh, speed limit, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody actually drives the actual speed limit, but it's kind of a suggestion how you, <laughs> what realm you should stay in. And, you know, if they were breaking the rule, they should just be a lot smarter about breaking it. Yeah, that's right. Hey, another big story. How about the amateur, uh, Sam Bennett, uh, us amateur champ from last year. He might be in the final group. Uh, yeah, I mean, Rom just passed him, uh, so right now he'd be in the second group. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, if it ended today, he'd be in the second group, probably with Morikawa or, Ho- or Hovland. Uh, but good lord, he is—he is a brash young man with a great backstory. His father died of Alzheimer's, uh, you know, and he now is a senior at Texas A&M. He won the amateur championship to the American Am to uh, make it to the Masters, and he's out here talking about how this isn't as tough a course as Ridgewood that he played, and uh, <laughs> and you know, he, he's just a very, very confident guy, uh, and he's playing like it. He, he strikes it, man. He hits it, he hits it great. Uh, not, not, you know, not like 
John Daly long, but he hits it plenty long. He hits it dead straight, uh, a massive amount of confidence, a uh, massive amount of composure, and just is not awed by this stage at all. Mm. So let's say he gets a seven-figure paycheck, and I think that's probably available for the top three spots in this particular tournament with a $15 million prize pool. Can he renounce his amateurship and accept the money if he wanted to? Nope, you can't do okay. it uh, retroactively. You All enter right. as an amateur, there you are. It's a funny thing. He said, you know, I'm making a lot of NIL money anyway. <laughs> okay. get eat, I, I get to eat a lot of filet mignon with my college team. Uh, so he's not, he doesn't he didn't sound too worried about it. <laughs> that, that's good. A, a, a young man, he's not worried about a million and a half that he's going to not, yeah, I not can't, cash I can't in on. Yeah, I can't relate to that, but <laughs> right. uh, good for him. That's right. Uh, what else? Uh, Rory McIlroy not playing well. Oh, horrible. Yeah. Just horrible horrible and you know it's this place is in his head and the amazing thing he's coming off of shooting 64 in his you know in his last round last year but let's be honest that was a round he entered with no expectations and no pressure it came because he was playing free and loose he just cannot he cannot relax when he is facing any pressure right here and you know what you remember the, the the last british open that was held in northern ireland you know where he grew up he he took himself out of contention in the first round. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is a, an emotional guy. He's a sensitive guy. And and he really only wins when he can. He gets his driver going. Well, I mean, he hasn't won a major since 2014. That tells yeah. you everything you need to know. I mean, yeah. he's, he's as talented as anybody in the game. Yeah, it, he's got that emotional scar tissue. He has had those uh, blow-ups uh, in these major events. There is that pressure on him. To, he wants to be number one in the world. The internal pressure is what has guys cracking. It's not the external when they're out there. Definitely the internal with him. Uh, also, you wonder, he, he's kind of made himself uh, a PGA Tour spokesperson. He's always mm-hmm. talking about live. He's always talking about the golf ball rollback. And, all that. And, and it's almost like he's better at playing that role than he is at at winning big tournaments anymore. You know, I'm not saying he shouldn't talk. I'm not saying I, I love Rory. I love mm-hmm. the fact that he's so open and honest and, mm-hmm. and will take on any subject. I do wonder if he's got too much going on in his head when he's, when he's at a major championship. Can anybody challenge Kepka this weekend? Boy, he's just hit it so straight and his putter looks so solid. He's so confident and he's so, he just loves, and he loves majors. He loves this. Mm-hmm. Uh, here, here's the thing, Rom. Right now, I don't certainly don't think the amateur is going to beat him. Mm-hmm. He's six shots ahead of everybody other than Rom. So I think you're looking at a Kepka Rom duel down the stretch, and I I don't know. I like both of them in that case. Yeah, and the shots lead whatever it is when they get to the back nine on Sunday will make a, a big difference for sure. Jim, have a great weekend down there. We'll talk on Monday. Great. Thanks, Todd. Live at 5 Sports with Todd and Sue Ann brought to you by Prairie's Edge Casino Resort.